and healing on Redshift Radio with Prashula Sirigu, enjoying conversations about life. My guest on uh, the second part of uh, the Health and Healing Show on Red Sea Radio is uh, Karen Shaw. Uh, for those of you who just connected with us here on, on the show, my name is Chrisula Sirigu. I'm the Golden Muse. And I'm delighted. I'm going to have a very interesting, inspiring conversation with Karen. Karen is very much involved with uh, Heart Math. She's NLP. Um, uh, she's using NLP uh, you know, in her practice, but also uh, hypnotherapy, and she's the founder of uh, Parentic Magic. Hello, Karen. Welcome. Hello, and thank you for having me. It's really good to be here. Yes, it's lovely to have you here. Well, um, the whole conversation so far, and uh, this this um you know this february and and the connection we have is all about nourishing self-love but also nourishing uh, relationships with uh, ourselves but also with other people and then uh, uh, my passion is is how we can um really embrace children but also inspire them and empower them to be the best they can and uh, and then i know you're very much uh, passionate about that as well so yeah. what is you know what is your your how do you see children yourself how do i see them mm. that's a really good question i see them as absolute equals energetic beings that are here, you know, in their own right, with as much rights and value as everybody else. And that's why I am passionate about parents, being able to see this and feel it too. Mm. And uh, interestingly enough, I do think that very often parents don't think about how they're going to parent these incredible beings once they arrive. I don't think it's something that they stop and think about. I didn't have a conversation with my partner and say, how do you parent? How do you see mm-hmm, it? Mm-hmm. And they just come along and we're not sure what to do and we don't get a manual. But just to remember, you know, that we're all energy. That's all anything is. And I believe that we're all connected to the same source. We've all come from the same place. And to remember that with these children, they just, they don't know what they don't know yet. Mm -hmm. And then we try and fit them into these boxes and behave in a way that society says we should. And... Or somebody else said, you know, like, uh, yeah. because that's the way we were brought up or that's the way, you know, the education system was when we were at school. Yeah. And that's what, you yeah. know, that's the, the, the patterns uh, or the beliefs and that's what we follow that, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. That's exactly it. There's, I mean, this is what I think about parenting. We, we get one example of it and so we either say, well... I agreed with it, that's the way I'm going to do it, or I did not agree with it, and I'm not going to do it like that, but mm-hmm. we don't always know how to do it differently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's another way, but, you know, sometimes, as you, as you said, Karen, um, nobody, nobody says, this is the training manual, go become a parent now, you know, and then you are qualified in that, in that field. <laughs> Nobody does that. So, so how can you become more uh, conscious uh, parent? That be, because that's the that's what I like to use the word become more conscious as a parent, and and yeah. then yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting. What I mean, what happened to me? I mean, my boys were all um, quite a bit older. My youngest was about ten when I was introduced to NLP, and 
it was the language part of it that impressed me most, realising the words that we use have mm. such an impact on children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember being brought up with the adage that sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Words have such a deep impression on us. And what NLP did for me was it introduced me, before I read a lot more about psychology, it introduced me to the unconscious mind and realising that it can't actually process negatives. It can't process a lot of the language. And that, and hand in hand with what we do as human beings as a default position, I think, is we look at what we don't want. We look at what's wrong. We focus on yes, that when there's so much more. And and this is where I, I realised that I'm working in, in nurseries with either um, nursery staff or parents or older children where we spend our time telling the children what we don't want them to do rather than what we do want them to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So, so this is this is the, the the negative language again. Don't do that, or being very very authoritative as well. You know, like uh, um, yes, it's like uh, uh, the way I see is like an adult is um, is not as equal as a child. It's, they don't we don't see ourselves equal to children sometimes, and then we say, well, I know better, and then you better go ahead and do it. <laughs> And then, and then I know from my perspective, when I was a child, I was just rebelling so much because I would say to my dad, you know, you may be my dad, but you know, you don't, you don't talk to me like that, you know. <laughs> so I remember, I remember as, as a, yes. Um, so it, you, yeah, parents, um, adults, it's a hard thing to hear, but we don't know better for these children. But these children have never been here before, mm. and and we can't live their life for them, nor can we live our life through them. Uh, and their journey may very well be, probably is very, very different. They are unique, and they have a different lesson, a, di- a different way of um, expressing themselves. Mm. Um, you know, there's a poem by Khalil Gibran. Yes. Yes, yes, beautiful. Children are not your children. Mm, mm. They are the sons and daughters of life longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. Oh, I just love it. And so they are with you, yet they belong not to you. Yeah. And I think this is where parents think they do. A lot of the time it's for the best, well, it's with the best intentions that parents want children to not do this or not do that. Yes, it's to keep them safe. But until a child has experienced something and found it out from themselves, then they've not learned it, really. Yes, yes. It is about... Um uh, you know, create you know boundaries is very important, but also create uh-huh. that space where where children feel they can go ahead and explore themselves and experience it for themselves. And, and that's yeah. in knowing that uh, if you are around, you're going to be there for them. And that's that's I think that's what a child wants to know that they feel safe that you know their parents or you know their their surroundings whatever you know family home you know even within a classroom environment you know there's 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 tools and things in place then they know that if if you know somebody will be there for them uh, and that's what i'm talking about boundaries as well i think so i think that's supportive they want to feel safe they want to feel supported and it's interesting that you bring boundaries up because whether 
whether the children think they want them or not, they do want them because mm. they want to know where they stand. And I do like saying boundaries or consequences. That's the other thing. Yes. Uh, as opposed to punishment when things don't get done. Mm-hmm. the way a parent thinks it ought to the boundaries are important putting them in place and then one of the most important things then I think Chrisula is making sure that we stick to them once we've said yes it. absolutely that's it the cons- <laughs> the con- it's the, the big C the big, the big you know the consistency after that that uh, that will really helps a child to mature as well because they know that whatever comes from you as a parent is 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 stable it's authentic is real uh you don't go up and down like you're troubling you know yes or no yes yeah. you, you know they, you, they yeah. know they have this steady supportive loving you know um direction from you a guide from guidance from you and that's that's what the child the child need and then the rest they are allowed to go ahead and and play and connect and learn and and make mistakes and fall and you know that's part of Yeah. It's explore, yeah. experiment and express themselves. Yes. That's, that's, that is just so lovely. Uh, interestingly enough, I mean, I've seen it and I've heard it where parents issue empty threats. When mm. If you haven't done this by the time I count to three and then nothing happens mm. by the time the parents counted to three. So the child is then learning and storing in their unconscious, well, they don't do what they say. Mm. So there's a a really deep um, lesson in not doing it or doing it. I'll tell you a very quick story, if I may, about my teenage son at one point. Uh, I'd gone out in the morning for my job and he was still in bed. I asked him to be up by the time I got back so I could change the bedding with him. And I also asked him to bring down his plate and cup from the night before. After the job, I come back in and he's not up. (laughs) So I say, okay, I'm going to give you ten minutes. Then I want you up. Uh And if you're not up by this point, I'm going to throw a pint of water over you. (laughs) He wasn't up. And I am, you know, under five foot three, he's already six foot, he's a big lad, and I go into the bathroom and I'm filling this pint of water and I'm filling myself up with dread thinking I've got to do this. <laughs> and I walked in and I threw it over him and I, I didn't know a pint of water could go that far. And he jumped out of bed and he was furious. And yes, he, he would be, yes. And so he, he walks past me and he fills the glass up and he comes back and he throws it at me. <laughs> Dear me. And I remain incredibly calm and say, wow, that was really refreshing actually because I've just come in from a jog. <laughs> and I walk away and he's left open mouthed. I actually added another mix into, into the equation and made it really complicated and just said to him, have you noticed, you know, when we go abroad to Spain, how low the walls are around gardens and here in England we've got fences up to here. <laughs> What's all that about? And I walked off and I've got a teenager with his jaw almost on the floor, his brain scrambled and thinking, I don't know what just happened then. And what happened was I did a massive pattern interrupt because he didn't expect me to behave like that. Yes, yes. He, he didn't then know 
what on earth I was talking about. That is a real brain scramble, just talking about something in Spain. The thing is, it stopped him in his tracks. It diffused the situation. It also showed him that I mean what I say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and I mm -hmm. go through with it. And what's brilliant now, that particular son is 28 and he still tells that story. <laughs> and he, he, he laughs about it. He'll say, oh my God, I didn't think she would do it. Yes, well, there you are. It's, it's about, it's about, you know, walking your talk, you know, um, walking your talk, whatever it's called. Yes. So, so fantastic. Health and Healing on Redshift Radio with Prashula Sirigu. Enjoying conversations about life. It is important to uh, understand the connection we have with words and the power of words and the power of language. And that's what uh, I am, you know, exploring more on today's uh, uh, life-inspiring conversations with my guest Karen Shaw. And uh, Karen, you, you, you know, you, you really, you had an, uh, I, don't, I don't know, you can call it an aha moment, or you had a revelation when you you did your NL, you did the NLP. But you actually you went quite, you know, you didn't do only the first part of NLP. You went all the way, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. I've got the I've got the say in whether or not I allow myself to get upset or get angry. Now it's not always easy. I know that it's not. No, no easy. it is. It is not easy at all, actually. <laughs> no, it, it takes some doing. Yes, and that was the first time that I just realised. Oh, I'm always blaming my boys. And the interesting thing we just talked about language being really important. I think words are. If you look at the word emotion, mm -hmm. it actually means energy, mm -hmm. emotion. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's what I am. I'm an energetic being. I'm vibrating at a certain frequency. And depending on which of those emotions I'm at, there's a different frequency, a different vibration going on. And so I can control what that vibration is. Yes, of course. I am the one in charge of it. And that's why, on top of um, offering parenting coaching, I do it hand in hand with the energy alignment method, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is EAM, which has been created by the wonderful Yvette Taylor. And I'm an EAM mentor. I work with people to change the emotion they're in, the energy that they're emitting, by releasing it 
and then aligning to a much higher frequency and much nicer and more positive emotion and that's fantastic that's fantastic for everybody and we even do it with children. Yes. To release it. Children oh, wow, it's incredible. Wow. Incredible when, when we start uh, as early as possible, really, isn't it? And this is where my passion actually lies. You know, it's how how we can start at a much younger age. Don't wait until you get in your thirties, forties, fifties, or even older uh, to release or appreciate where you are, who you are, and where you want to be, and uh, stop the blaming. And I actually say, you know, because 2018 is is a big big year to um, um, t- you know stop the drama you know like you know step out of the drama because when you blame somebody or a situation you are creating that drama scenario in your life so the more you are in, in that drama scenario you are giving your power away and uh, and that's 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 something you know when you realize that you are stepping into drama s- situation become you know it's about becoming more aware you know yeah, oh by the way oh my oh no, here it comes here it comes right so what do you do then how do you actually because we can fall into it very easily so you know just take a deep breath and just just take a step back and see see you know what's happening around you instead of using that blaming type of vocabulary or you know accusation or frustration you know stepping up and then you're not there to sort it out just just see what the other person is is where they are becoming more i think compassion as well is is very important um but let it let it um the way you know like um you're not there to to um to control the situation or be being the person who's going to rescue the other person you know what i mean like that, that kind of uh, energy scenario i'm talking about but the, the interesting thing with children as well if you ask them how are they feeling mm. and you can say to them all right where are you feeling it what color is it what does it look like mm-hmm. what shape is it they are quite brilliant at being able to do that very easily yeah yeah and then and uh, you know i've worked with children they'll say it's something like i've got a huge red circle and it's heavy and it's hard and it's moving and then we use with um eam the energy alignment method we just use the words i'm ready to release in all forms mm-hmm. on all levels at all points in time children love it they yeah. love using magic language and then once it's been released with said words to release it we ask what would they like to feel instead and because they've got such a vivid imagination you know they can think of just how it feels like when they're at the seaside or a big yellow sunshine or how wonderful it is on and we let that in instead Mm. Yes, well, it is true that children are coming here with this uh, uh, extreme, uh, you know, light-hearted sort of curiosity and they are they've got that imagination and yes they can they love they love colors because i as you know you may you may know i i work with the energy and psychology of color and and they are they are connected with it so they may not be able to express their emotions in words uh, but they're very much they can express their emotions by choosing or or giving you different colors and then that gives you a whole different perspective where they are emotionally exactly. what's happening inside because of yeah. course every color's got a vibration hasn't yes it? yes yes That's the whole point so it, it makes perfect sense so yeah we align them to the colors that they want to feel mm. um yeah it, it's brilliant working with them 
Brilliant, brilliant. Before you go, though, share with with us your your contact details, your website address. Oh, excellent! Yes, the other thing that I've got is a Facebook group, and I would love people to come and join the Facebook group. Mm-hmm. If if they look for Parenting Magic or Conscious, Aligned, and Confident Parenting, then that is where more. Well, it's really into into what? What do I mean? We can interact better. Yes, yes. Facebook's a great platform. Yes. Um, The website is www.parentingmagic.co.uk. Fantastic. Well, it was an absolute pleasure speaking with you today, Karen. Thank you so much. Oh, you are very, very welcome. It's been great talking to you. Health and Healing on Redshift Radio with Prashula Sirigu. Enjoying conversations about life. 